So you've decided to take the red pill. Something inside of you has demanded to know the answer to the eternal question, why? Why do I not have the results that I want? Why am I not where I want to be in life? Why am I not speaking English on the level that I wanted to in the very beginning of all this? What is the reason? What is the one thing holding me back from taking control of everything that I have ever wanted to achieve in life. Let's begin. As you can tell by the intro, today's podcast is not going to be for anybody who's going to want things handed to them easy. This isn't going to be for somebody that wants, you know, everything laid out on a table with a silver fork in a china plate. This is going to be for people that want to get to the real, to the real reasons that things that are so close, so close that you can taste it, so close that you can smell it, but yet at the same time seem so far out of reach. You could almost touch it, but you can't touch it. There's something keeping you from seizing that moment, seizing that opportunity, grabbing that level of language when you know exactly what to do, but something is preventing you from doing it. Just that very action that you know you need to do. What is that? So, like I said, today's not gonna be for the lighthearted, not for anyone looking for the the, the soft pillow to land on. Few people may get maimed, few people may have their ego chopped down just a little bit, as we all need from time to time but it's a reality check. We're gonna call this one the red pill. And you've already taken it. So without further ado, I'll let you return to the programming. When you look at most moments in life and you sit there and you say, what's the reason that I'm not where I want to be? Why are things not the way that they should be at this moment in time? There's a perfect reason for that. There's something in your way. There's something that's keeping you from doing the thing that you know you need to do. You know that moment when you wake up in the morning and you say, man, I really need to go in the office and get that paperwork done, get that report done so that Wednesday's presentation will be flawless. But you wake up, and you cut the TV on, you watch the game, you do everything but go to the office a day early when nobody else is working, you found every other reason. You know, maybe you went out there and played with the dog for three hours, you took the kids to the park, that's fine. You did all these things, but you did everything but the thing that you knew you needed to do. And then when, when Wednesday comes around, when Wednesday came, you didn't, you didn't have the presentation ready. You gave some subpar presentation, maybe you got a few new clients, Maybe you didn't. And, and the thing is, you know it could have been 110 times better if you would have just done what you know you needed to do. Or if you're sitting here 
studying the English language, you know, and you're like, man, been studying six months and I still can't put a proper sentence together in a live conversation. There's a reason for that. It's not that you haven't been reading books, watching shows, maybe listening to music, doing those things that you've been doing to get you to this point. But there was something in the back of your mind that told you, you know, I need to start talking to more people. I need to be using this language in real life. When I'm at work, there's an opportunity to speak English. I need to do it. When I go to the restaurant, if the menu's in English or there's an opportunity to order the food in English, I need to use it. You know, or maybe you have some English-speaking friends. You know, everybody speaks Mandarin, but you have some English-speaking friends. And you're not taking advantage of that opportunity to practice your English because you don't want to sound silly. Right? You're like, well, I'll just, I'll just speak in my native language because, because it's easier to do. You know, fall back on. You know, that little voice in the back of your head keeps playing like, if I would just take advantage of those little opportunities, maybe I would be further along in my English. And as time goes by and you don't listen to that voice, you're trying to do all these other things, everything but what you know you need to do. The thing you know you need to do from the very start is to start using your English. Sound like a fool. Make mistakes. But you didn't do it. What kept you from doing it? Well, you kept you from doing it. You can't blame anybody for your own mistakes, especially when it's something that you know you didn't do. But to do that, it would take being accountable. It would take accountability, being responsible, claiming responsibility for what's happening in your life at this very moment. You know, a lot of people like to blame. I don't have enough time. That means time is your enemy, right? Well, my wife needed me to go and paint the house. Okay, so your family is the enemy. Well, my boss kept me at work all week. Well, your job is the enemy, right? But here's the thing. Who, who picked the job? You picked the job. What are they asking you to do? They asked you to get a presentation together by Wednesday. You've had three weeks to do it. But for three weeks, you goofed off, didn't do what you know you needed to do, you know, you got those three extra hours of sleep. You, you know, went away for the weekend. Maybe you went fishing. Had a good time, a very enjoyable time, a relaxing time. But the whole time you were enjoying, you said, man, you know, it would be really good if I just went in there and knocked everything out this week so I don't have to worry about it in the last week, you know, be cramming at the last minute. But you didn't do that. So now when it's the night before the big presentation, you're sitting there stressed out going to have a bad day tomorrow because you didn't do what you know you needed to do. And a lot of times people are sitting around waiting for someone to give them the answer when they knew the answer all along. How many times in life have you ever been in a relationship, a friendship with someone that you knew was bad for you? You said, you know, this person is a thief or maybe they're a liar Maybe they're a womanizer. Maybe it's a woman who's flirty, always getting into trouble with different men. And you said, if I hang with this person, I'm going to end up in some bad company. Right? You know it. Hanging out with this person is trouble. But you keep hanging out with this person. And you're riding down the road. 
Maybe this person, let's just say they, they smoke weed, right? Maybe you're riding down the road with this person and you're like, yeah, they're always partying and things like this and telling you all these crazy stories. They're trouble, but the trouble excites you. So you decide to ride in the car with them. You're just going to run up to the seven-day store. Maybe you smoke and you're going to get some, uh, some cigars, maybe a couple of drinks, or maybe get some snacks because you're hungry, right? You got the munchies. But you get in the car, and then one mile from the store, cop pulls up behind you. Lights, whoop, whoop. And next thing you know, you're on the side of the road. Marijuana's on top of the car. And you're getting ready to go to jail. You're going to get a record. You're going to have a record that says possession of marijuana, right? Misdemeanor possession of marijuana. How do you think that's going to affect your job? You show up to work. Instead of a presentation, you have a pink slip. We're going to have to let you go. We can't have people like that in our company ruining our image. Now, you're like, oh, they fired me because of this charge. Did they fire you because of the charge? Is it their fault you don't have a job? Well, I was in the car with, you know, Sam or Susie, and, you know, they had drugs in the car, and I didn't know they were in there. Did you get in the car with Sam or Susie, the person that you knew you didn't need to be in the car with? Who made the decision to get in the car with that person? You made the decision to get in the car with that person. So the reason that you don't have a job is because you didn't do what you know you needed to do. Don't hang out with this person. The voice told you this person is toxic. This person is bad. Maybe it was a, a relationship. But everything already told you, that voice inside already told you this is somebody you don't need to deal with. But it excited you and you continued the relationship. You continued the interaction until something happened. Now, it could have been months, could have been years, days, seconds before something happened. But eventually something happened. And all the while, who knows, maybe if you would have just Listen to that voice and didn't deal with that person like the voice told you to do. You wouldn't be in that situation. But you can't blame anybody for what happened in the end because you made all the choices. You chose to hang out with them. You chose to get the charge because you chose to hang out with them. You chose to put all that at risk when you made the decision to go against what you knew to be true. Don't hang with the person. So, looking at it with the language, you have somebody who sits here and they say, man, I need to speak more English. You know, I need to take every opportunity that I have to practice my English so I won't be so nervous in conversations. So I can have more confidence when I'm speaking at work, when I'm giving that presentation. So I can have more confidence when I'm trying to sing a song on stage in English. Take advantage of those opportunities. You don't do it. And you continue to be nervous when you're performing, continue to be nervous in your presentation at work. And it shows who's going to buy something from a nervous salesman? Nobody. Who's going to sit there and listen to a nervous singer? Nobody, right? Not for long. You're definitely not going to buy your album if you're not confident when you sing it. Because if you don't believe it, they definitely won't believe it, right? But these things are avoidable if we take responsibility for our own actions, thoughts, and decisions. Right? Take another sip of this coffee. The red pill is about accepting responsibility for what's happening 
in your life at this very moment. Instead of saying they did it, say I. I, because the world doesn't just happen to you, right? Does the world influence you or do you influence the world? Well, you say, well, you know, it's easy to say that when you don't have X, Y, and Z happening to you in your life. Well, all right, well, let's just fill in the blanks and say X, Y, and Z. Well, your house didn't burn down last week. True. Well, your wife isn't three months pregnant. True. Well, you haven't been fired from a job. True, true, true. But in all three of those situations, the reason why somebody wouldn't be speaking English at the level that they wanted to, if those were the reasons that they gave, they said, well, I didn't have a chance to study because my house burned down. Sounds like a great time to study if English is really is really your goal. You know, that's your time to learn about firemen, to learn about uh, house insurance, fire insurance. You have to replace all the furniture. You have to go get this. Maybe somebody passed away. That's a great learning experience that you'll never forget. Maybe your wife's pregnant. And that's your big excuse as to why you couldn't study English, why you didn't have any time. Well, we had to, yeah, you had to do the prenatal care. You had to help her with her exercises. You had to help her with her breathing. Maybe you went to those Lamaze classes. Maybe you had to go talk to the doctors. Plenty of opportunities right there for you to practice English. So if you don't study English the way that you want to, that's a decision that you're making every day. Every day you choose to ignore that voice that tells you to do the right thing, you know, to practice to use your English when you have those opportunities, it's on you. Be accountable. Be accountable. And that's just something that nobody wants to do. That's why they call it the red pill. Being accountable, accepting responsibility for what's happening right now. You know, even somebody in a worse situation, sitting here, maybe they're, you know, in the hospital having some breathing complications. Sitting here, it's like, oh, I can't breathe, you know, my... My chest has been acting up. I've been having this terrible cough, you know, for about six months now. All right. But for six months, you've been smoking two packs of Marlboros a day. Do you think that had anything, anything to do with the reason why six months later you're having breathing difficulties? Um, but that would take accepting accountability, accepting responsibility. So if you don't want those things to happen, then maybe that voice in the back of your head that's been telling you uh, we don't need to smoke as much or maybe you need to cut back or maybe you don't need to drink as much or maybe you don't need to hang out as much. That voice telling you that something needs to change. Maybe if you just listen to it when it's telling you to be present, be in the moment, understand what's happening, be accountable. You can start to make those changes that you need to do before you end up on the other end, the receiving end of natural consequences. Nobody likes to face natural consequences, but that's those are those are life's teachings. You know, that's the lesson that life gives you when when it tells you something you need to do and you don't listen and you get slapped. You know, your girlfriend leaves, you lose your job, the dog dies, maybe you balloon up to 50 pounds, you know, you break your arm. Think of those guys that work on cars or those guys that work with their hands, you know, carpenters, you know, guys that are in there with sharp materials, devices and things that could really damage them, right? Really hurt them. And they tell them, wear your safety glasses, wear your hand protection, wear your ear protection. 
He doesn't wear his safety goggles. And then he comes home one day missing an eye. What happened? Oh, well, the saw blade broke and it hit me in the face. Okay, but what's the reason you don't have the eye? Well, the machine broke. It was a mechanical failure and the blade flew back and hit me in the, in the face. My question would be, did you have your mask on? No. Okay, so when you were performing this job for 15 years, 20 years, you knew that there was a high chance that the blade may break off one day and fly in one direction or the other. So this was a chance you took that you knew very well, but you chose not to wear your glasses, your safety glasses. So maybe instead of missing an eye, your glasses would have been cracked, you know, dented, or your, 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 your gloves would have been chipped or dented. Maybe you would have lost one finger instead of all of them. But there's things you could have done in that situation. But no, you didn't listen. You didn't listen. And now you had to face the consequences. Now you had to face the music. Right? And that's what happens all the time. Anytime you make that decision to not listen to that voice that tells you the right thing to do, to be accountable, that's all you have to do. It's easy. But people make it hard by ignoring what they know to be obvious. So that's what I wanted to say today. We took the red pill. The message has been delivered. This has been English and Coffee. We'll take a sip. And I will see you in the next one.